This video, one of three, we shot in the winter of 2018. Uh, three guys came over from Illinois College, three really good guys. Uh, Illinois College plays Division Three football here in the middle of Illinois. Ray DeFrisco, head coach there, has always been good to us. And uh, these are two guys that were his assistants at the time, Travis James and Tim Robinson. Uh, this one on quarterback play, I think you enjoy this. This and the one by Coach James are both available now on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see these, check us out on YouTube. Hello men, this is Coach Robinson. I'm the pass game coordinator, the head strength and conditioning coach at Illinois College. Um, very grateful, very blessed to be back here in the Chief Pigskin headquarters um, in beautiful Champaign, Illinois. It's a great time of year. Bowl season's uh, uh, upon us. It is snowing. Can't ask for anything more than this. Um, like I said, I'm very, very grateful to be back. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about a little bit of effective quarterback training dealing with in-season and out-of-season training uh, for success at the quarterback position. Um, vital to what we do at Illinois College. Um, obviously, with any football program, the quarterback is an essential piece of, of the puzzle. Um, we're going to touch on a couple things here today um, that, that will help you sustain success at that position, and that's something that, that's a, a tenant of our program is, is sustained sustain success. Uh, with over a decade of winning seasons in a row at IC, um, developing those, those young bucks and, and develop, development at the quarterback position in particular is very, very important to us um, as we continue the, this, this uh, uh, successful run we've had. Um, a little bit of our statistics here um, at, the, at the quarterback position. Uh, these are all over the past two years, and I strongly believe in, in, show, in showing evidence uh, of success, not only to um, you know, our, our, our welcome, welcome viewers, but also uh, to the guys who are coming in the program so they can uh, see that the system actually works and they have uh, um, some, some, some hard data that, that they can put up against what, what we're teaching so they can, they can actually analyze what's going on and, and, and understand that um, our training philosophies work. Uh, it's very, very important uh, to show evidence. Um, as you can see, over, over the course of two years, we've thrown for just under 260 yards a game, uh, 271 yards within our conference. Um, we've had seven 300-plus yard passing games in, in our tenure with two games over 400 yards passing. So, so that's, those are so some pretty powerful numbers there. Uh, we, we throw the passing efficiency uh, of about 132 over the course of two years. And, and passing efficiency, for those of you who don't know, is a combination of statistics. It's, it's a, a formula, and you take into account attempts, completions, yards, touchdowns, interceptions. 132 is a pretty good number. We're pretty happy with that. We complete the football at about a 66% rate. Um, you know, if you're completing the football two-thirds of the time, you're doing a pretty good job. Um, we've thrown 41 touchdowns, um, over twice as many uh, interceptions as we've thrown. Um, something that helps that, uh, keeping, you know, the entire team in mind is we are plus 13 in the turnover margin, uh, which helps and allows us to, to take some risks in the passing game, knowing that we're going to get that ball back and we're going to get some extra possessions on, on the offensive side of the football, which is key. Um, to, to success in the collegiate ranks uh, in this day and age, which and that ranked fifth in the nation. Uh, very fortunate about that. Um, the most important statistic, obviously, is wins. Um, over the course of two years, we've been able to win 11 games with four starting quarterbacks. And that kind of, um, that adheres to that philosophy of sustained success. Um, so this isn't, uh, you know, a one-trick pony. This isn't um, one guy coming in and throwing for all these yards. We've been able to win games and throw for 300-yard passing games, 400-yard passing games with four different quarterbacks. Um, and that's pretty impressive, if you ask me. And that is um, not only um, through the way we train, 
uh, our quarterbacks, but also something that's vital in, in college. Obviously, you, most high schools won't, won't have this uh, advantage, but we get to recruit our, our guys. So that plays, when, when you're watching this, don't, don't forget that we have handpicked uh, these men that you're going to see on film to be the quarterback at Illinois College. Um, getting the talent in the room, getting the talent in those cleats on the field uh, are, is the most important piece of what we do. Uh, so keep that in mind as we roll through this film and roll through this presentation. Uh, the people make the process easier and the process produces, obviously, the product. Um, so you surround yourself with successful people with elite talent, you're going to get elite results. Um, so that's very, very important in the recruiting process. Um, so when we're talking about the difference between out-of-season training and in-season training, there's really two um, uh, main differences, if you will. Um, in the out-of-season component of things, so we're talking once the season ends in November, December, uh, once we pick back up in January, um, we're talking about skill acquisition. Okay, We're talking about developing quarterbacks, making them more proficient at what they're good at, Okay, and we're addressing the issues of what he is not good at, Okay, whatever that may be. Um, so we're trying to make those skills um, better as that as that time period rolls on as we roll through spring football as we roll through the summer um, we're trying to sharpen the tools and we do that through repetition okay everything we do is at max capacity and we do it over and over and over and over again until they not till they get it right but until those young men can't get it wrong and that's very very important uh, reps uh, me, me are, are is everything okay um, the more someone does something, the better they're going to be at it. Um, that's common knowledge, um, and, and that's how we operate at the quarterback position. So we're addressing what is he good at. We're going to make those skills even better. What is he not good at? We're going to develop those skills, um, and we're going to do all this under an environment of competition. Um, we compete, all right, bottom line, in the weight room, um, on the football field, in the classroom, watching film. All right, the guys are quizzed. They're tested. They're, they are, um, they're actively competing on the field whether we're, we're throwing goal line fades into a bucket, whether we're running routes on air, um, whether we're doing just throwing um, uh, hitches into coverage, okay? We're going to put guys in a disadvantageous position, all right, a place where they might be um, not in a comfortable situation. We're going to make them compete, and we're going to make them feel that, uh, that real feel that they'd feel in the game. Um, so competition breeds success, and we, we truly believe that. That is not only a quarterback philosophy of ours, but at every position. Uh, every position, every week, there has to be a feeling that it, it, is anyone's, it, it is anyone's to grab that position, whether you're an all-conference athlete or whether you know, you're the backup or the backup's backup. Um, everyone has the right to earn their spot on the field. Um, in, in out of season, all right, again, we're talking once the season has, has finished, once we're done with our active rest period, okay, we're going to develop motor mechanics, okay? Patterning, or like I said, repetition. We're going to do our one step or our slide step drop, okay, over and over and over again until we can't do it wrong. We're going to do our three step, our three quick. We're going to do our five step drop. We're going to do that with all those drops with action. We're going to we're going to focus on the mesh point in our in the RPO game. Um, we're going to develop those patterns so when it comes time to perform that under duress, all right, in a stressful situation, that the men have they're not questioning any anything they've been taught. It's second nature to them. Um, so motor mechanics are very, very important. Uh, we're going to develop a strong throwing base, okay, with our feet, our, our instep, our back instep is always going to be pointing towards our target, so we are all righties uh, at IC, um, and, and that right instep is always going to be uh, pointing towards our target, so whether we're, you're going to notice a couple clips, we're, we're doing some quick game, we're throwing the ball to the left, we're going to stay, keep our, our shoulders open to, 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 the, to the end zone. 
okay, downfield. Our shoulders are going to be square to line of scrimmage because we want that instep pointing towards our target. If we're going back to the right, we're going to swivel our hips and we're going to get that ball out. We do all that stuff off-season. Our work and that footwork, we do it all without a football as well. That's another thing. We'll worry about carriage as we get a little bit farther into the off-season, uh, protecting the football, where that football travels um, from pec to shoulder. Um, but we want to develop a strong base, get that instep in the right location to throw an accurate football. Obviously, that'll set up our, our follow-through, um, which will we'll drive that ball home right down the midline. Um, we work on, like I, I just addressed, feet, our hip, getting that, that right hip, in our case, through, okay, our circle, okay, that's that throwing motion that I just addressed, okay, coming through, uh, running, some guys will call it a J, some guys will call it, you know, a short circle or a circle, we're coming through, we're making sure that that motion is as efficient as possible um, for, for uh, good delivery of the football, and we'll work on follow through, we won't follow through, we want to see that hand in pocket, we want to see that hip clear, that right hip clear through, okay, we want to step over the line, and those are things we all drill out of season again making sure those basic motor mechanics what people think of at the quarterback position are in place we do not waste time in season doing those skills those should be things that the guys have learned and adhered to through the offseason okay um, obviously strength and conditioning is a very very big part of what we do our quarterbacks train like tight ends like running backs um, they are big physical strong athletes Okay, um, and that's a huge component of what we do, not only uh, at the quarterback position, but obviously program-wide, very, very important. Um, and those quarterbacks are treated no differently in the weight room than any other player. Um, they are expected to lift weights. They're expected to do it as hard as anyone else. They are not treated specially because uh, of the position they play. Strength and conditioning is paramount to what we do to be strong, healthy, physical athletes on the football field. Um, and sustainable success, you know, that's something I've already addressed twice. Um, we want to get guys ready to play. So as a freshman, I think oftentimes coaches will, will focus too much on the game at hand. You know, that, that, you know, what we're trying to get done, that drill, but we want to sustain success. So all of our quarterbacks are going to be ready at any given point in time, um, whether he's, he's a first year or whether he's a senior, whether he's the first string kid or the third or fourth string kid. Um, that is important for sustainable success. Like I mentioned before, four quarterbacks all through for over 300 yards uh, a season ago, and that's part of that sustainable success model. So we, we, we believe strongly in that, and we believe strongly in getting all those guys reps that are going to make them and allow them to succeed um, as time goes on. Um, again, that readiness, very, very important, ready to attack the day, ready to attack the game with a vigor. Um, now, we compare that to in-season training. Obviously, uh, week to week, our focus is winning the football game. Okay? Um, what are we going to do that's important right now? Okay, what do we have to dress? What do we have schematically involved in the game plan? Um, what are the quarter, which of those mechanics that we talked about are going to be uh, very, very important? Are we going to run a lot of quick game? Are we going to run, run a lot of five-step? Are we going to do a lot of action pass? Are we going to do a lot of play action? Are we going to do a lot of RPO? Those are things that we are going to focus on during the week. Like I said, the mechanical part of things, throwing motion, I don't touch the, the, the quarterbacks um, from the chest to the chin at all during the season. Okay? That stuff should all be addressed. Okay? It's not a camp. It's not a clinic. Okay? There is some great, great tape out there on the Internet and, and in the world uh, of quarterback drills and quarterback stuff that, that, that are great to do in the offseason, okay? but that's not what we're about in season. Okay, we're about focusing on the skills that are going to win us the game. Again, that goes back to repetition. We're going to rep the passes we're going to throw in the game. We're going to rep the RPOs we throw in the game. We're going to rep um, the action that, that, that we're running in the game. And we're going to make sure that that quarterback, when it comes to Saturday, is ready to compete at maximum capacity. 
Um, we don't waste time with, with, with drills that, that you'd, be, you'd see in a camp or a clinic. Um, that stuff should already be done. Uh, we're trying to win the football game, and we do that any way necessary. If that kid's got to hand the ball off 60 times a game, his mesh point with that running back better be perfect 60 times a game. If he's got to throw verticals 60 times a game, those vertical balls better be on point every single time he, he, he releases the football. Um, we do that effectively by creating mock situations. Okay, we create the real feel, we call it. Okay, we're going to send pressure, whether it's a scout team guy, whether I'm rushing the passer, whether a, another quarterback is rushing the passer, we're always going to put that quarterback in, in, a, in a disadvantaged position. Okay, so when it comes time to compete on Saturdays, he, if he is in a situation that we would deem normal, okay, it seems very, very easy. Okay, that's very important. So we create the real feel, and we do that through competition. Again, all the quarterbacks are doing the same thing. They're all... Um, filmed. We evaluate all of their film with them um, the preceding, the, ne the next morning. Um, we watch all that film, that practice tape, that drill tape, uh, that skelly tape, uh, the team period tape, and we're evaluating each other and I'm evaluating them and helping them get better. But we want to create a, a sense of competition. All right, That is an open position. Okay, We want those guys competing for that starting job every single week. Competition breeds success. Um, and again, sustainable success. When you get in season, this is the tough part, guys. Um, everyone's focused on winning the game, obviously. Uh, very, very important. You have to find time where you can get those young quarterbacks in game-like situations. If they're not the starter, that's okay. okay. Your job is not just to win that game that week, but to win the next game and the game after that and game in, in the next season. Okay, You can't lose sight of that. You have to be thinking that this guy has to be ready to go at any given moment. So we're going to put those guys in drills every single week in team situations in what we call a show bowl. Our show team is our scout team, as some guys might, might call it. We put those guys in, in full speed, live contact drills where they are running our stuff, not just the opponent's stuff, every single week. And they are... Um, doing that to the, the, the nth degree, to, to the, the, the highest efficiency possible. So they're not only expected to, to give us a great look, but they're expected to, to run our stuff perfectly just the same as the one or two would. Um, very, very important sustainable success. Um, and you'll notice that in, in most championship caliber programs, that's how they would operate. All right? Those guys are ready to go um, before you know, uh, their, their time really comes. And that's very, very important and something to keep in mind as we roll through. Um, Common drills we do out of season. Okay, I got a list here, and we're going to roll through some of these, and we're going to see some game tape of how they affect um, um, the game on Saturdays. Um, obviously, we start with on the line, which is, which is a follow-through in, in, in an arm path drill, um, making sure our arm's in the slot and we're getting good release mechanics. Uh, we're going to work a drop slide, reset, four cone weave. We're going to run through some ladders to make sure we have a stable base, putting them again at a, at a disadvantaged position. Uh, T-drill is probably the most important thing you are going to see uh, today. And that, that, that is one that we run every single day, in season and out of season. So that one's kind of a crossover. M drill, a uh, very, very important one as well. Um, four and three man pass rush is something that, that we will specify depending on the time of year. Uh, in the off season, we're going to start in a four man rush and we're going to work our slide and our rollout mechanics against uh, you know, a pass rush, a mock pass rush. When we're in season, that's going to become spe uh, specific, whether we're seeing you know, an oaky front or a stack front. If we're seeing an odd defense, we're going to bring three rushers. We're going to bring guys from some odd angles. Okay, if we're seeing a four-man front, we're going to put four guys, mock um, pass rushers on the line of scrimmage, and we're going to bring those guys to give that quarterback that real feel that we were speaking of. Um, Beanbags is another one, a fun one, the one the guys love. Um, that's something that, 
that you know is a changeup in practice um, in the springtime. We're gonna we're gonna throw some bean bags at the guys, get them moving. They like it. We have fun with it. Um, you're gonna see that here in a minute. So this drill right here, all right, this one, uh, we call this short J, okay? So we're really trying, you're going to notice this kid on film. He's got a super long delivery that we're, that we're working on. Um, so what we're going to do, again, put him in a disadvantaged position, okay? Um, we're going to put that ball up against, uh, up against a, a solid surface. We're very, very fortunate to have a very nice indoor um, a field house that we can get working in inclement weather and we are going to put that the tip of that ball up against a pillar or a wall and we're going to make sure that 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 throwing motion um, is shortened up because you're going to notice as we go through the film um, he's got a bad habit of bringing that ball way back all right behind his skull and his elbow is going to get way over rotated and it takes him a while to release so this is a drill that we work on if you have that issue something that's very effective shortening up that motion so disadvantaged position, all right, something he's not used to, getting him out of his comfort zone, right? As you watch here, we're going to shorten that motion. Very simple, all right? This isn't a super intense drill. We're just making sure that he's not bringing that ball way back behind his skull like he would um, if he were just dropping back. We're, we're putting him in a position to succeed. Um, this is a drill we call on the line, okay? You're going to notice both these quarterbacks throwing the targets downfield, all right, wide receiver A, wide receiver B, all right? Um, you're going to notice a line. We always put a line between their feet, whether it's a hash mark, whether it's a, a line on the field, whether we're in the field house or we're going to find a line. And that's going to help us, help me visualize and see that that hip is cleared and make sure that they follow through properly. All right, they're going to get their feet moving. Okay, from, from a strength and conditioning standpoint, a physiological standpoint, you never want an athlete's feet in place. Okay, we're, we're going to get our feet moving. We're going to bounce a little bit. You're going to notice our quarterbacks take a little bit of a bounce. Okay, and that has to do, it's going to sound nerdy, but that deals with muscular innervation. Okay, so we're activating those muscles and that allows us to use our whole body, including our legs, once we make our, our second contact with the ground to, to fire that ball as physiologically fast as possible, um, which is very important. Some folks might think that you're taking extra time. You're really not. You're actually speeding up that delivery. Um, you'll see that across the board with some baseball players and softball players that they bounce. When the batter's in the box, they'll bounce so they can move a little bit more quickly to react to the baseball. We have now transcended that, that philosophy and brought it into football at the quarterback position. It's pretty cool. So you're going to notice these feet are always moving. Okay, as we go here, we're rolling, the feet are moving. Those guys are going to follow through, and we're going to make sure that that right hip clears that line and that right shoe clears that line. Obviously, we want that right hand to, to enter that opposite pocket. Okay, we want that left shoe, all right, pointing just to the left of the midline, okay, being that we're both righties. All right, and we want that right foot to come forward, okay. Um, we're a little over-rotated on the left-hand side here, the, the, the young man in blue. All right, but we want that right foot to come be, be a little bit in front of that, that left foot, and we want that shoe point right at the target, okay? And we want that left toe to be just past the midline of the target, all right? And that's going to ensure an accurate delivery of the foot.